Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast. For the 31st day of August, I'm your host, Paul White. The last day of the month means essay edition, and 2023 means the essays are from the Gospel of Mark. Wherever we arrive in the text, I write a little extended essay, adding some thoughts, digging in, enjoying myself. I hope you enjoy it as well. You can get a print version of the essay edition at paulwhiteministries.com. Otherwise, we read it for you right here on the final day of every month. And so here it is for the month of August 2023. It is our essay edition. The year-long journey through the Gospel of Mark finds us at the end of the trial of Jesus. He has spent the early morning hours under the accusation of the religious leaders and finally is brought before Pontius Pilate on civil charges. Pilate seems quite smitten with Jesus and aims to release him, but the leaders are envious of the way Jesus has persuaded the crowds, and they push for a conviction. In a move most assuredly meant to expose the foolishness of this request, Pilate offers them a choice. He will release someone to them, namely, a murderer named Barabbas, or they can have Jesus. Now, surely, No one would choose to let a murderer go free and kill this silent carpenter from Galilee whose one fault might be that he doesn't know how to stand up for himself. But alas, they choose Barabbas. This month, we examine who, or more precisely what, the crowd chose when they called for the release of this criminal. Barabbas is mentioned in all four Gospels, but nowhere else in the New Testament. Matthew calls him a notorious prisoner. Mark and Luke tell us he was in prison with the rebels who had committed murder during the insurrection. And John describes him as a bandit. His name is likely an Aramaic patronymic, meaning it is from two Hebrew words sort of smashed together to form another name. Bar is Hebrew for son of, and Abbas would be from the Hebrew for father or daddy, like Abba. Thus, Barabbas was son of the father. Our earliest Greek manuscript of the book of Matthew lists him as Jesus Barabbas, a fact confirmed by the early biblical scholar Origen. Jesus was a common first name at the time of our more famous Jesus, but if it is true, The crowd was presented with a choice between two Jesuses. Sounds like a good sermon title. Barabbas was among those who had committed murder during an insurrection, making him the ideal candidate to die on a Roman cross. We don't know the details of this particular insurrection, but these events were not at all uncommon in the first century. Jewish uprisings against the Roman occupation were usually spearheaded by ambitious young zealots who longed for the glory attached to other Jewish deliverers of yesteryear like Judas Maccabees. These leaders were often considered messiahs, those who would lead their people to victory over the oppressor. The idea of a messianic leader at the front of an army was likely on the minds of Christ's followers at every turn. This is why they struggle with his teaching and his style. They bristle at the love your enemies commands in much the same way that modern Christians do. They wanted a leader who destroyed his enemies in the name of good. In his arrest, Jesus proved he wouldn't take up the sword even when the enemy left him no choice. 
Jesus Barabbas participated in the very kind of event that most of the followers of Jesus of Nazareth expected him to lead, setting us up for an incredible choice. Right at the end of Jesus' ministry, we see him standing on a platform opposite of his namesake. Jesus Barabbas, son of the Father, or Jesus of Nazareth, the so-called son of God, or also son of the Father. Two Jesuses, both sons of the Father, but which will we choose? The crowd chose Barabbas because they admired the moxie of murder in the face of empire. Jesus goes to the cross to die, a leader who refused to take up arms against Rome or to even defend himself in front of his accusers. Strength over softness, aggression over apathy. But don't throw stones just yet. Barabbas is son of a father, but in contrast to Jesus, he is a man who doesn't know his father. Barabbas is representative of all of us who are not living up to the family name. We have our identity everywhere, but where we need it. In a way, we are orphans, and Jesus goes to the cross as the true son of the Father in place of all of us who do not yet know our Father. In Christ, the wage of the Father is made clear. His death is our release. He dies so that we go free. It's a classic salvation motif. But it is so much more, and that's why I discouraged you from throwing stones a little earlier. Barabbas comes across as a beady-eyed devil in our imagination, a guy who stands on the balcony with a sinister grin on his face. But rebels become heroes if the revolution is successful, or to put it better, history is written by the winners. If the insurrection led to an overthrow of Rome, then Barabbas is in our minds as a conquering hero, his chest out, his head held high. Remember, Jesus and Barabbas are accused of the same thing, insurrection. We only see the characters as we do because we know the end of the story. So let's fight that urge and go into the crowd below the balcony to see him with their eyes. The crowd had been assembled in haste, early, as the sun was rising. Barabbas had probably not been in prison for long, and those who followed him were placed into the crowd, guaranteeing they would choose to have him released. To have that many loud and ready followers... He must have been pretty popular and likely exceptionally good at what he did. So get rid of the beady-eyed devil and replace it with strength and confidence, defiance even. And standing opposite of him is an itinerant rabbi who doesn't look like much of a fighter, who hasn't said a word, and who has almost no supporters in the crowd. These are tumultuous times, and the people are ripe for a rebellion. Choose your leaders wisely You may only get one more chance at getting this right. The effortless way to handle the choice at this point is to present it like this. Choose you this day whom you must serve, either your own power and talent or the sacrifice of Christ. And this is where we put our own self and our sin in the form of Barabbas and the salvation of Jesus is our death by proxy. Now that illustration is fine, but I think it waters down the name of Barabbas and the choice laid before us. The harder presentation is this. Choose you this day whom you will follow as Jesus. The Jesus that fights and holds the sword of power in his hand, who doesn't take anything off anyone, who wins at all costs, who will kill if it's for the greater good or if they had it coming. Or the Jesus that opens not his mouth, turns the other cheek, heals his captor, and refuses to defend himself. It's easy when it's Barabbas versus Jesus, 
But it's more difficult when it is Jesus Barabbas versus Jesus of Nazareth because then we realize that what we have the chance to fashion is a Jesus more to our liking than the one we've got. Let me not be overly ambiguous. We are faced with this choice more often than we realize. When we conflate politicians, professors, or preachers with Jesus, we get a new form of Barabbas. There is only one true son of the Father. Everyone else is a fake at best and an antichrist at worst. Barabbas is released because for that crowd, he is the Savior they want. When we claim our various saviors, we do so at the expense of the only one who can save. We fashion a golden calf and call it God. We do it while waving a Bible and singing praise and worship. We do it to our peril. Maybe not now and maybe not tomorrow. But there are generations following and watching. We stand in judgment to them as to what we did in our time. How we chose to follow Jesus. Or better yet, which Jesus we chose to follow. At the end of it all, Jesus dies and Barabbas goes free. And that is the way it must be. Barabbas dying on a cross would be a forgotten event. Jesus' death is our death, and his resurrection is our hope. It is an ideal picture of substitution or even scapegoating. One dies for all while we all go free. One goat is killed, the other runs into the wilderness. But I just can't shake that the moment of choice on that balcony is repeated countless times throughout the ages, and we all stand in that crowd over and over again. God, give me a revelation of the right Jesus. The wrong one may lead to earthly glory, but the right one will lead to a cross. Father, show me that the cross is not a defeat, but is the path to true victory. Help me to fall out of love with the Jesus I'm offered in Barabbas and into love with the carpenter from Galilee. And so I pray for all of you. Grace to you.